nuts even. I mean, behind the curtain, we've just had dinner. <laughs> I don't well, think eating. I don't think eating before a show. No, is a stroke of genius. Let's be honest. Wait. We should have waited. I mean, we should have done had did this show then had dinner because it's not dinner time yet. <laughs> yeah. We're basically idiots. Yeah. No, oh but it God. wasn't. It was like I guess it was ten it was, to six, ten to seven. 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 What, what you, time do you normally what eat? Twelve. What do you normally eat? Like seven thirty. Seven thirty. Oh, six. Maybe six thirty. But that's what I'm saying. I know you normally eat later. Yeah. So but why I, didn't I, we? I was hungry. I didn't have a, a big lunch. I had a pretty small lunch. <sighs> we just went hard, eh? <laughs> like, if we fall asleep halfway through the show, you'll know why. Yeah, and if you hear groaning noises, <laughs> it's me leaning forward over my big fat gut. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is, though. We did, we did what we ordered, though. We could probably one. We every, got two. We got two. We could have shared one and still had food Every single left time over. we order that, yeah. we we hint at that. Next time Are we, we have to talk do about it? what it is or? Taste of Texas barbecue. Barbecue, yeah. So we can, I reckon one of those brisket boxes we could share. I think it's meant to be shared. Yeah. I'm pretty sure and when we're in the store, they probably look at these They idiots. laugh at us. <laughs> and think of these idiots. Are your wives coming? <laughs> like, yeah, what's happening? Oh, God. Like, why are you eating those together, you yeah. idiots? You sort of, and you feel some kind of obligation. You, yeah. sort of, you can't only eat half. You've got to have a crack. Yeah, I don't want to leave food yeah. to a waste. Is that a psychological thing where you got to, you can't leave food behind? I mean... Next time it'll be... We'll just go half. We'll split it. We'll yeah. half skins. All right, okay. Yeah. That's fine. That's the smart thing for you. <sighs> yeah, it feels better when you put your head back as well. <laughs> just so you know. Don't fall asleep over there. <laughs> I'm no risk of falling asleep. <clears throat> yeah. I'm just at risk of um, being uncomfortable. Yeah, like right. I found myself in a spot now, the gut's just sitting you perfectly. Undo, you undone your belt or? That's a good idea. <laughs> I feel uncomfortable doing that in front of you. So, <laughs> just so you know. Yeah, yeah. I'd be uncomfortable. You I took that my as well. belt off on the plane in business class what? once and went, felt really uncomfortable. Why would you take your belt off? Just to just feel, to, feel oh, more just comfortable. To, yeah, right. You know? You don't put the pyjamas on? Sometimes I do. Do you do that before takeoff or after takeoff? I normally do it before. Really? Yeah. I, well, if, what happens in if business class, yeah. And you take your shoes and all that off too? Yeah. What happens if there's you gotta have an emergency landing after you take off? You're running around barefooted in pajamas. Okay. Mate, so, I'm alive. Yeah. So I normally just keep my shoes on, keep everything on until we get out airborne and then we're good. And then I change. Right. So you're happy to be killed in pajamas, but not on the on the tarmac. <laughs> well, normally they didn't they say any any emergency ninety percent of emergencies happen before, you know, around takeoff or landing. I'd n- I'd never given it any so, thought to be honest. <laughs> um, so you got to keep the shoes on in case you know you don't want to be stepping over broken glass and debris in barefoot. If you're on the plane, I ne- I only ever you know what I do. My shoes are always at my feet somewhere, uh, and I reckon I'd be able to. S- you reckon you better just slip them back on again? Yeah, you know, they saying evacuate. Pretty Thank much you. everyone I've seen in videos evacuating a plane, idiots are grabbing their bags and stuff. They've got time to grab yeah. their bags. No, you're not I grabbing grab your bag. I'm, I can, you're right Mate, to grab my feet. If there's a bloke grabbing your bag in front of you in the emergency, you smash their face to you. So get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Go. Yeah. But that happened in, uh, where was it, in America last week when that silver chrome jet, whatever company yeah. that was, yeah. uh, knows uh, the, wheel, the wheels didn't come down. Yeah. And, uh, yeah so people, they did a belly people, landing. People got their bloody bags. Oh, great. I'm like, what are you doing, mate? <laughs> also, yeah. are, you, are you meant to have your shoes on when you go down the slide? No. So what are you worried about? No, but I mean, I don't think you can. Uh, can you have them on? Or I think you can't wear high heels and stuff. You got to take them. Oh, on. You can have your sneakers. I don't know. On. I've never been in an emergency. Have you? <laughs> have you ever watched the video? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do they tell you that? I don't. I don't know if they tell you to take your shoes off or not. I think that's something they tell you. It's kind of a thing you'd learn at the time. You don't need have to have Have you that. seen people in the security line at LAX when they say take your shoes off? People take forever. Yeah. By the way, leaving Las Vegas airport, which is not an airport I frequent because I normally drive out, uh, two weeks ago with Stig, no one at the security line. Fantastic. Brilliant. So we go up to TSA. Okay, mate. Australian, eh? <laughs> Mel Gibson. Ru- uh, he said Russell Crowe said we stole him, but that's okay. Uh, and he's just gone, yeah, go, have, uh, keeps me back my boarding pass. And I think then says to Stig, you know, Danny Minogue. And we've gone, Danny Minogue. <laughs> All right, and I've said to Stig. So he's an American person. Yeah, American bloke. I've said to Stig, if this bloke's mentions John Farmer, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> and then he goes, you're the voice. And I went, what? what? <laughs> and by this time, we're over in sec- at security taking our yeah, stuff out yeah. of our bags. He's still back there, but there's no one else around. So he's just uh, yelling out he's names. He's riffing with you. 
He's riffing. <laughs> and I've gone, mate, what is your name? He's gone, Rich. I've gone, good on you, Rich. Jeez. You bloody legend. You're the voice, Kept baby. ripping. Jimmy Barnes, he goes. Jimmy wow, Barnes. man. And I went, this is amazing. And as I was, you know, forced to leave and we'll go through the security. Forced to leave. Yeah, I was forced to leave security by, you Hurry know, up. getting the x-ray machine. Yeah. And I said to the bloke at the other end of the x-ray machine, I said, this is like, this is great. Because he'd seen the interaction. And he goes, mate, this is how security should be. Good experience. And I went, yeah. wow. Yeah. It was so good. Absolutely. It was a great experience. Yeah. I've never had a good experience like that before. Well, I think it helps that there's no one there. If it was busy, they don't have time to have the banter. I don't know. If it's busy, it's, okay, next, you know, everyone's in a hurry. Do you know what? They, I, that's, I know. that's the thing. It's just, mate, you just got to smile. Sometimes you got to smile. Yeah, I know. I've got to learn that. Uh, I'm not saying yeah. you. I'm saying no, just no, but it, I mean, I, sometimes I've got to think of that. Like, you know, when you've got to, it's, uh, you know, no one's dying. We're all okay. You know, it's uh, just in your in your work. Like, you know, yep. I'm talking about the TSA agents, the security agents. Yep. And I know it's do. a horrible job because it's boring all day yeah. doing the same thing, right? But I don't know. That's what you sign up for. I feel like that's the you problem. Meet, you, like, you meet a lot of people. And that's, yeah. like, I think that's how this guy, I reckon this guy, through all the months or years of just seeing Aussie passports, he's maybe asked a question, yeah. who's your favourite Aussie singer or something? And he's, and he's just, remembered it. He's remembered He's like wow. you. He's got a super memory. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's good. Like, it was, mate. It we had such a smile, and oh. you and you left, and there wasn't a, wasn't many people in the line. No one in the line. No, no, quiet, no. straight through. It was was so it? Were you leaving in the evening, morning, midday? When we leaving? Evening would have been an afternoon departure, wouldn't it? And it was a late afternoon late departure. Late afternoon, because yeah, yeah, normally yeah. the flights out of out of yeah. LA are uh, late, late afternoon. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was good. That's lovely, mate. It was lovely. That's lovely. Anyway, don't fly Delta; they're rubbish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just an airliner, usually. They don't have pajamas. Oh. Um, they, you, they do have a nice. Do you take your own? Here's the annoying thing. No, um, uh, you know, and this is how the other half live. Sorry, people, but we fly business class. That's just sometimes how it is. Anyway, um, the the cabin, the first class cabin, business class cabin in uh, Delta is quite good. It's pro- it's a proper little cubicle with right. a sliding door and everything. Business class, yeah, very nice. <laughs> it's called Delta One. Yep. Um, oh, Which is where I, you were sitting. I often don't bother with the food, but I said oh, I'll have the. Don't bother with the food. What? I rarely... I just have a packet of M&M's and that gets me through a flight, right? Are you joking? I, yeah, I rarely eat airline food. But this meal... <laughs> mate, let me tell you right now. This meal they served up You're going to talk was, about food, Raoul? Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I want to talk about. Please. It was legit the... And I've... Look, I've seen a lot of meals. Yeah. It was legit the best meal what? I've ever had on a plane. And you reckon Delta are rubbish? Yeah, well, no. This, this went down here for me. Beautiful chicken breast, mashed potato... Wow. Carrots and uh, Brussels sprouts. Wow. Just unbelievable. I, Did you tweet that? What the heck no, was, I didn't. was captured on it? No, I didn't. No, that was a WhatsApp message to someone. Oh. Um, wow. Uh, it was. Nice, eh? Mate, I cleaned the bowl. It was unbelievable. <laughs> and it just went downhill from there, you know, service. And oh, it was no. just, yeah, oh. not a, It Did wasn't a fun airline. Did you home anyway? Oh, yeah, I sleep a lot. No dramas at all. Yeah. But just as an airline experience, it's funny. You know, when we fly as much Delta, as we yeah. do, yeah. Yeah, you know, you can really see the difference between airlines. Of course you can, yeah. It was not a fun experience. So Virgin, no more international travel. No, we fly United now for Virgin. We? Is this we fly United? So Virgin people. Virgin customers, Virgin yeah. customers right? Yeah, United is now a Virgin. Is that a COVID airline. thing? Because they just, just stopped flying internationally. Well, they COVID went, or? you know, they went bust, basically, didn't oh, they? You okay. know, at the start of COVID. Great company, eh? The, the new... Well, yeah. Qantas did too, but they got a lot of government money, yeah, so, you know. Yeah, um, they sort of went, they went into hibernation. Yeah, yeah. Staff are really happy. <laughs> um, so, you know, they've they're, they're yeah, got right. a code share with, <coughs> with okay. uh, United. Anyway, all good. Um, that's wow. Enough, that's enough banter, Stephen. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Lovely to be with you here on episode 542 of Two Blokes Talking Tech. Trevor Long, Stephen Fennec. Thanks to the great people at Netgear and Arlo, who uh, we'll tell you more about shortly. But if you need networking, you go to Netgear. If you need home security, go to Arlo. Um Stephen, I was confronted with many an email confronted. Uh, this week uh, from <laughs> Optus Mobile customers who received this, um, an email from Optus with a beautiful uh, graphical header saying, we're making changes to your mobile plan. Yeah, making them more expensive. And the email read, <laughs> at Optus, we're, committing to, we're committed to keeping Australians connected in the moments that matter while continuing to offer choice and great value. We've been investing in our network to roll out the fastest 5G, great innovative living network. <laughs> um, that, that puts you in control. Um, a new subscription management service, StubHub, that allows you to save on your everyday costs like your Netflix subscription. 
Uh. Our ongoing investment in better and new services, the growing usage of our network, and the widespread cost of inflation, also experienced by Optus, means we've made the difficult decision to increase the price of our mobile plans. Oh, my. From the 8th of August, so one month, <coughs> the yep. price of your mobile plan will increase by $4 a month. So the 49... Four bucks. The, the 39 goes to 43, the 49 goes to 53, and the 59 goes to 63. Is this per month or per, per 28 days? Per month. These these are... Like, a lot of people are confused. They think they're on a contract. You're not. Um, it's, yeah. you know, it's a, it's people that it's are... A, it's a month Not a month on a prepaid. Plan, this yeah. is, you know, postpaid. The $43 plan will now feature 20 gig of data, up from 10. The $53 plan will now feature 80 gig of data, up from 60. And the $63 plan will now feature 160 gig, up from 100. Yeah, right. So people aren't you going to suddenly start using more data. That's my point. But they're going to give them more, going to cost them more. So it's like saying, so we're going to charge you more, but we're going to give you something you don't need. Like... If you need more data, you'll change plans. Yeah. So giving someone who's paying $59 an extra 60 gigabytes of data, who suddenly needs 60 gigabytes of data? Yeah. You've got to remember, it was only a month ago that Telstra announced they were using CPI as, yeah, a, as an from, excuse. from July. Well, didn't they take effect now from July 1? Is it from July or August? Anyway, <coughs> it's bloody yeah. soon, if it's yeah. not now, uh, by 3 and $4 a month. So yep. similar price hikes. Yeah. Um, I j- and I said back then, on this very show, I said I don't remember yeah. ever... CPI or inflation no. being used as a reason now for price changes. Now set the tone, eh? Because look what Optus are doing. And Telstra, even at the time, remember, said, we're going to consider this annually. But, so that you can assume that it's going to go up a couple of months every year. And look, I saw so many messages from people online about it. And it's funny how people on social media don't always respond. Like, like so I, there was one lady who um, tweeted about this. And I replied, you know what? Let me know your data usage and... What, what your circumstances are, I'd love to find you a better deal because I love doing that. It's a weird it's a weird adrenaline rush, but I love finding people a better deal. I love knowing yeah. that I've saved you $200 a year or something, right? Yeah. Especially in this moment of um, you yeah. know, difficulty because it's so much, Cost so many living, prices, prices are going prices up. Are up. Petrol costs a lot of money. But honestly, like, why are you paying $63 a month? There's no way, yeah. mate, seriously... We've had this discussion about our own usage before. Yes. Buying 100 gigabytes of data a month, let alone 160, is stupid. Yeah. The average, the average <laughs> is 10. Yeah. Would you, would you reckon in light of what's happened with Telstra and now with Optus, would it be, and I'll get you to read the data, the data as well, would it be, you'd probably want to downgrade your plan. So this is the point, right? So you make a good point. So let's say you've been taken from 49 to 53. Yep. You're now getting 20 gig. Extra, you were getting sixty. Yeah. But to go down ten dollars, you're only getting twenty gig. You were getting sixty on the other one. Uh. But my point is this: if you're on the fifty-three dollar plan, and last month you were getting sixty gig, and next month you're getting eighty gig, how much are you using? Yeah. Because that's what matters. Totally. I reckon most people twenty gig. Do you reckon most people get by with twenty gig? Uh, the average is ten. Wow. So most can you people. Check, can you check how much you've used? Um, How hard is that to do? I'll be honest. <coughs> your, your usage. I think it'll be very hard for me because um, it's been a while since I've logged into my Vodafone. <clears throat> but um, my, I just think that people are complacent. I think people yeah. are not looking around. I don't think people see this in the same way they do like petrol prices. I mean, when, when you drive past a Shell and it's $2.23, people will go, oh, there's a BP up the road. It's $2.19. I'm going to go there. People will go out of their way to save four cents a litre on petrol, which might be yeah, no, four dollars at the yeah. They the won't tank. shop around for a good, better phone plan. Exactly. <coughs> yeah, Isn't that true. remarkable? Yeah. Well, when you think about it, you know, with with you know, obviously, groceries cost more, petrol costs more, interest rates are going up. You'd think that now would be a good time to do that stock take. Exactly. On these monthly expenses that you have, like you know, do you need to have five streaming services? Do you need to be on the top? Phone plan. Yeah. Does you do you, do you need a hundred megabit, two fifty megabits, hundred megabits, fifty megabits per second on the NBN? So these are the those variables. You know, do you need to have all the all the the packages on the Foxtel on your Foxtel or? So the, these areas where you could easily go in, really take a hard look at what you use and yep. save a bit of cash. I just I'm I'm annoyed a little bit by people who aren't 
trying hard to save money in that yeah. play, in that way. Because it's yeah. possible, isn't it? Yeah, I you know I moved <coughs> both Jackson and Amanda to Kogan Mobile because it meant yep. we could pay 120 for the whole year. My parents are Done. on the same plan. My Cheaper. parents are on the 365 plan. They get I think 12 gig of data per month, and it's like 140 bucks a year or something. Is it 140? 160? I think I think I'm, I think I paid 125, yeah. but there's a there's a yeah. there's even less. Um, included data, so I'm looking at my, my thing. I've got 30 gig left of 50, so I'm, I'm not using 20. I'm using about 20. Uh, yeah, I've got a ridiculous amount of data on my one as well. The problem is it doesn't tell me where how long I've got to go or what my previous usage is. But, okay, so maybe I'm a you know heavy user, you could say. Um, I don't think I'm the average user, that's for sure. Um, and I think that this is all you need to do. You need to Like, it's taken me... In the time of maybe three minutes there, because I went to Vodafone, I clicked log in, I put in my mobile number, it sent me a link, and I was able to log in immediately, right? Yep. Um, my usage for the last three, four, oh, no, they're days. Can you give it to me by month? Uh, past bills. Bottom line, I did it in a, in, in a short space of time, I was able to see my broad <laughs> usage. I say, look yep. at your last three months. Yeah, that's a good idea. And I idea. think that's the um, best thing to judge it by. <clears throat> my, my, I think my plan starts, I think, the first of every month. So you know how much i got on my plan? Oh, like a hundred and something more, one hundred and eighty, three hundred gig. I've got on, my plan. on your mobile plan. Yeah, I'm paying. I've got the sixty-five dollar plan, and it's I've got three hundred gig of data. What are you that. using? Uh, I'm just trying to work out how to how to work that out. Hang on. See detailed usage. Here we go. So, oh, hang on. That's that's calls. How do I get the data? Great, great bloody I was just going to say, isn't this great content? Great content. Just unbelievable. (laughs) But the bottom line is, mate, I can tell you right now, you don't need that much data. Straight up. There's just no way you do. I agree. Hang on. The one filter. Let's go just the, hang on, build on June 20. That's my last bill. Apply. I think this. My point is, this is the challenge. The challenge to everyone listening is, find your usage for the last three months, and tell me that you are genuinely getting value for money, because that's what matters. I'm not sure you are. Yeah, and I think that people are reluctant to change. Yeah, all I'm using, like, just I'm just looking at the last week. Today, I used 500 meg. So far. Yep. Yesterday, I used 157 meg. Jesus, mate. Because I was probably at home. I was on my Wi-Fi. That's great, mate. But you spend a lot of time at home. You work from home. you got Wi-Fi. I know. Why would you ever need 300 gigabytes? Because it was there. Oh it says 300 gigabytes max speed data, then access data at speeds of 10 megabits per second. So as if, like, as if I'm going to hit 300 gigabytes a month. Dude, you're part <laughs> of the problem. Are you with me? You're part of the problem. Yeah. So the thing is, and I say this regularly, and I think think our audience is savvier than we might expect, and I appreciate that, and I apologise if I'm talking down to you, but there's a couple of simple things. You can take your phone number with you. So you can go today and get a SIM card from a Servo or Woolies or wherever you go, and you can choose to sign up to a new telco, and you can take your phone number. That's a critical thing. People don't really... And if you listen to this and you're going, yeah, of course... Make sure people you know know that. Tell your family, tell your friends, because people think they're going to lose their mobile number. Uh-uh, you don't. Yeah. <coughs> That's but a big also, deal. There's also, I think a lot of people, well, A, just can't be bothered. B, they don't realise that there's better out there. Yeah. So once you get out those two main hurdles, and I think if you're a parent, just like you did with your kids and I did with mine, when they're, even today I sort of suggest ways for them to, you know, if they're on a really expensive plan, it's just a matter of um, making, deciding to, to to have the change to, for the change, yeah. and then looking at what's out there. Yeah, just I, I think that's it's you're crazy if you're not doing that now, the, especially the, now with these uh, that four bucks a month you know, times that by twelve. You know that's 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 money. You could switch plans and potentially save more than what they're putting the pro. You could move down to a plan and save ten dollars a month. I would argue if you're with Telstra, Optus, or Vodafone, maybe less like the Vodafone, but definitely still. Um, if you're paying more than $50 a month, you could save at least $10 a month. Mm. Probably 20 if you're real about your data. Yeah. So I say people who, who are willing to switch will instantly save because there's instantly better deals, right? 
And then if you actually are honest about your data usage, because people say, I'm like, no, no, 60 gigs so that I never go over. Breaking news, you don't go over yeah. anymore. You don't get charged anymore. You just get throttled, yeah. You just get throttled. And yeah. if that happens, you can just up your plan. So the if you are serious about your data usage, you'll probably find you could save 15 to $20 a month. Man, that's 2 to $300 a year. Yeah, that, that's nothing to sneeze at. No. But people and, aren't doing yeah. it, mate. Yeah. I think people, uh, do, you th- do you think that there's an attachment to particular networks now? Like, has it become, and again, has it become loyalty to a network thing? Or people, I know people who maybe live in the country in remote areas that will, I can only, I only can use Telstra. Switch to I've Boost. i Telstra. Switch to Boost. Yeah, there you go. So, the, and I did this the other day on the Today Extra, we were talking about mobile plans, and I said, here's three great uh, pay up front deals. And I, I don't suggest everyone does pay 12 months up front. I do it, I well, say, it doesn't suit everyone. I say, once you find a good, a network, a good telco, yep. and you like their service and all that stuff. So don't switch to Kogan today with twelve months. What yeah. if you hate it? Yeah, switch for you know a short period of time, and if you like it, then yep. make the commitment. Kogan, which by the way uses Vodafone, huh? And so yep. yeah, so here's three deals: Kogan, twelve months in events, great deals. Yeah, Catch Mobile, oh. great deals, twelve months in events. Boost Mobile, twelve months in events. Telstra, Optus, and Vodafone. Yeah, so, so whichever network, Telstra, yeah, Optus is, is Catch, Optus. and Vodafone is right. Telstra. And it, so is, is Kogan. Yeah, because so, I've got my, par- my parents, I just, as I said, are on the 12-month plan, and they get 12 gig a month, which I know for a fact they get nowhere near using that amount, amount of data. And I think that's the lowest yeah. one you can be on. Yeah. And I, I think, too, that people, I reckon, as you suggested, would be surprised at how little data they use. That's right. Like, unless, unless I don't know whether you're on a commute and you're watching YouTube all day or whatever, of course you're going to use more, but... I think, what did you say, the last three months? Set that as your... Find the last three your, months. As what you've that used. That should give you a good yeah. indication of what you've done yeah. in recent time. Don't look Fair at last enough. month because it might have been a light month or a big month. Yeah. Look at the last even three. Take it, take it back even further than that. As far as you can. Yeah. Just to get an average. Yeah. Better average That's on, what you what, on what you're doing. And I genuinely think... And there's so... Like, there'd be... Th- there'd be 50 different mobile telcos out there. Yeah. All of them have different... Like, um, the other one I showed... On the TV that day was Circles dot Life. Mm. Now I tried Circles dot Life; it wasn't for me. Is that Telstra? No, it's uh, Optus. Optus. Um, it's a fully online telco, basically. So uh, you can only use the app. And uh, like I was just testing at yeah. the time, and it was a bit frustrating to get out of it. So you had to kind of close off your plan because it yeah, would keep right. milling me and stuff. But that's 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 just a small thing for me. Yeah. But that's that's the thing. You got, Jackson tried Belong for a little while. Okay, that's Telstra. It, it, that's Telstra. Yep. It was great, but we found a better deal with Kogan. And now I think too, what's going to make it easier for people too is that if they've got a recent phone, they can also use the eSIM. And you know, a so lot is that of people hard to are, switch. No. Nah. So it's it's simple to do. Even that? easy. So I'll give the Kogan example, but Woolworths also have eSIM, and there's a bunch of others. So you could go right now. You could stop what you're doing, go to the website of Kogan, and you could go, Kogan Mobile, I want the $120 for 12 months or I want whatever plan. And then in the basket, what you do is you add, they would normally automatically add a SIM card and send it to you. two bucks or something, yeah. And so what they'll do now is you can add to an eSIM. And so you add that in the shopping basket. Do they charge for that? I think they do, actually, like two bucks. So you're paying for nothing. Pay for oxygen. You're paying for the creation <laughs> of the QR code. But anyway, so you've got to put an eSIM in your basket. And then what yeah. happens is you pay for it, and then you get a couple of emails. One going, yep, yeah, here's, your, here's your voucher code for your 12 months. Yeah. And then a little, maybe 10 minutes later, you'll get an email with, here's your QR code. You scan that QR code with your phone, and the network is set up. It's done. On your eSIM. On your eSIM. Yeah, and then yeah. you basically just go through a process on their website where you go, I've done this, I've linked this, done deal. Activate. Activate. Oh. Yeah, so well. easy. So we're talking minutes. Within half an hour, yeah. you can have you could be switched thought about it, gone to, to the go. website, done the thing, got the emails and switched. Cool. Yeah. And, and it is that easy. And yeah. I didn't even yeah. know. These sims have go, go back of like if, if you've got an, a Samsung phone, an iPhone, then you're, you're probably sorted. Some of, the, some of the Oppos have it as well. Some of the Motorola phones have it also. So it's sort of your, your, mid, your mid-series to flagship yeah. phones have eSIMs. But even, look, even if you do need a bit of plastic, the SIM card... They normally send it at what overnight, two yeah, days. You, you get you it. Might, you get it in a yeah. few days. But my thing about the eSIM is it's it creates that instant satisf- satisfaction. If you do it in the post, generally you're going to end up in five days. You get the post, then you've got to find that half an hour again in your life to do yeah. it. And a lot of us are just you've got to find the time. Yeah. Lazy, I've, busy. I've right? helped. I've helped uh, my my mother-in-law do that too. She switched from she was with Vaya. And uh, I, I, they were, she was she was hardly getting any data. It was, wasn't the service wasn't that good, so I, I put her under Kogan too for twelve yeah, months. Right. Yeah, 
And they sent her the SIM card, and we sat down and did it. Aren't we? Kogan, just making Kogan happy. Well, it's, you know, if if it's... Were they one of the first to offer 12-month plans? Yeah, I think that... Well, they weren't the first, I'll be clear, but I'm among among the first. I actually think that it's very hard to get one-month plans from them now. Uh, I think it's actually mainly long-term plans, which is fine, but it's just... You know, I, you I remember, find it hard yeah. to suggest it to people if they can't try them out for a bit. Do you remember when you used to sign up for a two-year contract? It was, and I know, think a, people still the price think they're on, on a 24-month contract. I, yeah. th- I think people still think yeah. they're on a contract. And even after that, they're like, once you've done your 24-month contract, you're just on a month-to-month then after That's that. That's right. Paying the same price. And if you are with a Tel... Let's say with Optus or Telstra. Yeah. You are actually paying off the phone on a monthly deal. And yes. The, and the mobile plan is separate. Now, I actually don't know how it works. If you were to leave them and then want to continue paying off the phone, I assume you can. I don't think you can. No, well, but there may be talk goes, you've got to pay out the phone. Which is yeah. like a stupid thing. Yeah, you've got to and pay it out. And that's why you should never get a phone through a telco. Yeah, try to get it just be BYO. You're better off yeah. putting it on a bloody credit card and, and yeah. paying that off uh, yeah. over 12, 24 months, right? Maybe. Um, uh, not financial advice. Um, but also, yeah. I think a lot of people um, who say they've got an iPhone, they normally trade their old iPhone to make the new one cheaper. Yeah. So you got a two-year-old. So what? This year you got the, you're going to buy the 14. You can trade in your 12, yeah. which is 5G phone. That'll get you a decent amount off it. So you buy the other one brand new. When before you came to sit down with Nick the other day at BMW, uh, last time I met with Nick, he was he would we had this whole conversation about saving money on your mobile. Yep. And he switched. I think he switched to Boost or Hogan. Anyway, he switched and he's like, "Mate, you save. I'm saving heaps. It's yeah, good. Yeah, it's good." And then he said, "But then I may have got to get a new phone." And I said, well, here's, here's the drum. You're doing very well. Just go and buy a new phone, right? <laughs> but I said, you've, you've already got an iPhone. So let's say you buy an iPhone 13. I said, and we've, we've had said this before, we're repeating it, but it's good advice. Take the phone out of the box. Have a screen protector and a case ready. Take the phone out, put it straight in the case. Yeah. Put the screen protector on. Then turn it on. Protect then again. It, yeah. Don't take the cable, <laughs> the charging brick, anything out of the phone, out of the box. Out of the box, leave it in there. Put the box back on, put it yeah. in a shelf. In 12 months... Or 24, whatever you choose, take the screen protector off, take the cover off, put the phone back in the box yeah. after you've wiped it. Brand new. You've got a brand new phone yourself. Absolutely. It yeah. is yeah. worth sound, hundreds sound, of dollars more. It sounds like what I tell my kids every time they get a new phone. Trying to convince them, put a case on it, protect it. It's an investment. You, you're gonna, it's going to help you pay for the next one. It's legit yeah, yeah. hundreds of dollars. Yeah, for See, sure. people think that you, pay, you buy a $60 case and a $30 screen protector. You're wasting another hundred bucks. No, no, no. that hundred bucks comes money. back to you, protects you. It's like your insurance. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Good advice. Anyway, just you should do it. I'm Let's listen, just listen to what we're saying, people. I just felt <laughs> a little frustrated this week by well, people. Did, There's did no you, point shouting at the clouds about a price increase. No. It's going to happen. And yeah. the, and let me be clear, Optus is entitled to put their prices up. Yeah. Their costs are going up. They're I probably, get it. Did they say it's the first time they put prices up for? They've never said that. No. Yeah. But look, it, it's it's and it's become one of those necessities. It's it's not like saying, well, petrol's expensive. I'm not going to drive my car anymore. Yeah, you need a phone. You're not going to say, well, I'm not going to make phone calls anymore. Yeah. You need your device. Yeah, no getting out of that. So anyway, you can save a few bucks. And look, interest rates went up again this week, didn't they? Yeah, like by point seven five, point five yeah. again. So that that's people are thinking, here, how much extra my mortgage might have to pay here? Like it's like we're talking hundreds of dollars extra. Yes. So. If if this isn't the best opportunity for you to take a look at where you can save money, I don't know what is. Yeah, exactly. Two blokes uh, talking uh, financial, uh, mobile phone, mobile plan, and <laughs> just general life advice. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, Trevor, I know that you have had one gigabit per second. How long you had that now for? Um, a couple of years? Year or two, year or two. Yeah, you know, during just, COVID, you got it or before that? It's just pretty standard fare. <laughs> so gigabit per second, and you got that through your HFC cable, is that's that right? right? Yep. So I got the, the old, old Foxtel cable, the old Foxtel, the old Big Pond cable. Yes, that's that's what's connected. So to that my was house. enabled to run a gigabit per second. Yes. Well, guess what, Trev? No fibre to the curb. I have right now, but I just found out I could, if I wanted to, upgrade to. One gigabit per second. I services. just showed Stephen a screenshot. We had we had a big power outage the other day, and so we okay. had to get the internet back on. I said to Jacko, I said, "Do a speed test, mate. Check it for me." Five hundred eighty-six. Oh, you just texted him now. Forty-three up. No, this was a couple of days ago. Yeah. That was when all the devices How much were just up? coming. How much was it? Uh, Forty-three up, five hundred and sixty down. 
I'd normally oh. get 600 to 700 down. Aussie broadband? Aussie broadband, yeah. Because I'm looking... So, so how I, did this I, come about? Like, well, I, I saw something on um, Facebook, clicked on it, uh, and I found out... I ended up on the Aussie broadband website, found out... So was out, it like an Aussie ad or...? I think it was an Aussie broadband ad on it's Facebook. genius, right, yeah. So we, I ended up on their site and said, check if you can qualify for the gigabit per second services. Yeah. Now. And I typed my address in and said, yeah, you qualify for either a business or a residential account um, plan. And you can go either 250 or um, or there's nothing in between, eh? 250 or 1,000 yeah. megabits or, or yeah. gigabit per second. And uh, I found that I qualified. And I'm thinking, wow. And then Now, is this part of the fiber upgrade service? Yes, or? it is. Yes, right. so it's part of that. they were saying that I've got fiber to the curb right now. Yes. So I've got fiber to the pit. So if I – and this will only be done if I decide to sign up for that faster plan, NBN will roll into action and give me the extra bit of fibre yeah. and then give me the equipment to go with it and then I'm capable then of the – I will technically then be fibre to the premises and then be able to access those services. So Brilliant. anyone now who's on fibre to the curb, it's worth checking because I remember getting a call – I still put – like sent – Aussie Broadman, my details, got a call the next morning wow. and the guy was talking to me. It was really good. He was saying, oh, here, this is, you just need to work out where the box is going to go. When we're inside the house, you need some equipment. And um, he was saying, look, you can, you can check with NBN. He sent me all this information about what's involved in it. And I, I ended up signing up to the NBN to get updates when the service was available. Um, when, when, if I wanted to hear updates about when and what plans I can access. I remember getting an email. So, is from it actually available? Yeah, or is it is. It just yeah. NBN. I got an M- email from NBN, and they says, "Great news! You've signed up to the updates. Your area qualifies for fibre to the premises upgrade." Yeah. And I went, "How good's this?" And they said, "Then it says, click here to see the telcos that are offering, because you have to sign up to the plan yes. to get the NBN to come out to make the That's upgrade." Right. Yes. And so there was dead set twenty thirty telcos yes. that I could have chosen from, including Optus, who I'm still with. And Aussie Broadband, who I'm looking at. So, haven't heard back from Optus yet, though. though I, I think I sent them their details a couple of days ago. Crickets. No, no, that, no one called Straight me. up, that to me no is an indicator. Me. Like, yeah. it, People actually don't have that many problems with internet these yeah. days. I, well, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on 100 megabits down, yeah. 40 up. And, mate, touch wood, I've had no problem. Yeah. It's been good. And I so know, I, know it's, I know the speed is what I'm used to. So I haven't experienced the faster speed. So, you know, like you don't miss what you don't have sort of thing. So I, I've... And I want to be clear. Yeah. I'm not even sure it's going to make a big difference to your life. I think yeah. that, um, you know, it's it's when you're downloading things, like when yeah. you're doing game updates and stuff, you'll notice. Yeah, right. Like big time. Yeah. But but it's still, remember, you throttle at the other end though. You know, a game update server might be yeah. running slow because it's busy. You're not going to get yeah, a right. thousand every time you do stuff. Yeah, true. And you won't get a thousand often. I have seen a 900 on my speed, ah. but normally I get six to 700. That was the other thing too. I went to the Optus website and um, typed in and looked at their plans. And then like almost hidden away was, it says, check here, click here for the ultra fast so it was almost like they didn't want you to see it. There was it was obviously faster speeds. So I clicked oh, through, really? and it said typical evening speed three hundred megabits per second. Typical evening speed for Aussie Broadband was six hundred megabits per second. Yeah, so and thinking, it makes oh, a hello. difference because that's about how much. And this is a really critical thing we haven't talked about for years. But you and your next door neighbour might have the same NBN technology, might be signed up to the exact same plan, but with different telcos, yeah. and you will get different speeds. Because the telcos have to buy an amount of amount of uh, traffic capacity in your area, yep. And if they if one has too many customers, then they won't have as good a speed, right? Yeah. Um, but don't Aussie Broadband make that information available? I'm just going. I was actually literally looking at it now. And Optus and Telstra, everyone doesn't. That's I've never seen another one do so it. What right? do they call that information? So your POI point of interconnect. So there's I think. 52 yeah. or 152 yeah. POIs across the country. Yep. And so you're in the Kensington POI, yes. right? That sounds familiar. Uh, so Aussie Broadband CVC graphics. Please what? be better than you. CVC. Please. Oh, no, wait. It uh, doesn't really tell you that it's better than anywhere else because what Aussie Broadband do is when they I'm, – I'm typing while I'm talking, so it's difficult for me to do two things. I'm a man. Um, <laughs> when they select your POI, what do we say it was? Kensington? Kensington. 
so they've got two there. Um, so I'll show you the graph. So this is the Kensington POI. Yep. And and what you'll see is the blue line at the very top. And you, anyone can do this on the Aussie Broadband website. Um, the blue line at the top is their capacity, right? So they've got nearly 6,400 megabits per, per second capacity. Yeah, I'll take that. The black line is the usage. <laughs> uh-huh. This is... This is real time. This is the last 24 hours of usage. So you can see that it didn't get towards capacity yesterday. What Aussie do is if they get towards capacity, they automatically buy more. But what they also do is if they're regularly at capacity and they can't get more, they will not sign new customers up in that area. Wow. So better getting quicker then, eh? So, yeah, well, that's, but that's the thing, right? So there's one other Kensington uh, POI. It's very similar, right? Yeah. Whereas mine uh, is Asquith. And is it one or two? Uh, it's pretty. Oh, mine's pretty, better. Pretty, yeah, they've got more mine's capacity. Better. Um, but you know, similarly, like not going near the. Uh, so not, what? What are that? What does that tell you? What the maximum speed you can get, or what does it tell you? No, it doesn't. It just tells you that they're not at capacity. Right. Which means there's always that's not speed. That's capacity. That's capacity. This right. is all about capacity. Not speed, right? Yeah. It's all because <coughs> that's what matters. I'd if love Optus, to go faster than you. If Optus and Telstra published that. Yeah, they, I'm telling you, they would It'd hit capacity. Riots. Yeah, right. No, no, but see, the the thing is, it's okay if they hit capacity. Yeah, it but just, I, I'm with Optus, and I very rarely touch wood again. Have 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 had uh, an outage or a dropout or no? Anything? And uh, to be clear, yeah. I'm not talking about outages. Yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about hitting hitting your yeah. network capacity. So, if Optus don't have as much capacity as Aussie, but they have more customers, yep, then they will hit their capacity limit, which means that everyone will suffer a slight speed difference. Yep. Most people wouldn't know, and which is why Telstra Optus, Dodo, whoever the hell, <laughs> it's why they don't know because who's checking? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Who yeah. is regularly checking their download speeds? Yeah, right. right? It's like looking at your car's um, trip information, you know, to see how efficiently you're driving. You don't, yeah. you don't know everyone checks that. I'm going to ask Jackson to do another speed test. Because uh-huh. it's it's peak time right now. Yeah, you're right. He might, he might be doing something else, so he might not be able to. Uh. But... The ACCC um, internet speed checking yep. website thing yeah. is fascinating because that's real people, real homes with this extra little box in their in their home, yeah. which regularly does it. Like every I don't know half an hour, twenty minutes or something, it polls the internet and does a speed test, and it reports that back to the ACCC. That's where they have that number, which says average speeds. Right. That's where that number comes from. Okay. Broadband. So you're saying on average you're getting. Like five hundred, six hundred, uh, yeah, on average, easy. I've never, I've never, not, never seen it that regularly lower than that yeah, at right. all. Yeah, right. Um, so broadband uh, performance data is the thing that the ACCC publishes. Um, download speeds in the busiest hour, which is really fascinating. It's like busy which hours. They could set a seven to eleven the busy hours. Is that right? Seven p.m. to eleven. I believe, so. but no. But the actual, you can actually just choose the busiest hour ah. on this graph, and yep. like Aussie broadband is at ninety three point five percent of their. You know, promised capacity. Yeah. Uh, Optus is at 97. Well, there's no issue there. Wow. So um, that's better than Opt- Aussie Broadband. Yeah, but this is on, um, I think this is only on the 100 meg speed. Right. Um, <coughs> Which is what I'm on now. They're only testing that. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Um, so, you know, you're not going to not gonna really notice because there's less, a lot less people on those biggest, bigger plans. I don't believe the um, uh, average speed for very high services Download all our 700 versus, yeah, so 700 is a big number to get, basically. Wow. So yeah. how do they sell you with a gigabit per second then? Because it, that's it, the, it's that's capable the of getting it once. It's the genuine capacity of the network. It's like oh. when um, there's got to be headroom in the network to allow kind yeah. of things to happen. Because if everyone's at that top speed. It's like when it's, 100 yeah. first came out. No one got 100. You get 93 to 94, that was a good number. Yeah. But they actually then took away the headroom because yeah. there was capacity. And now During COVID. you should be getting closer that. to 100. I got, yeah. I've got over 100. Like like hundred one of yeah, something. Yeah, that's because that's it's that's now they've taken away the. I think it's one hundred and five percent now. Is the yeah. like they've taken away the the headroom that was I don't there. mind that. Yeah, don't mind a bit of headroom. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's uh, two blokes talking about our internet speeds and Stephen's uh, ability to finally get yes. what I've got. And I want to go better than you. That's what I want. I want to show you a speed test that just puts you in the dust. I'm going to think and check this out. That, in the that, country, they don't have speeds as well as they do in the city. Is that a way to talk to a mate? I mean, really? <laughs> That'd be like me saying to you. you show me. That'd be like me saying to you. You still don't have Telstra 5G. Oh, yeah, good on you. You still don't have Telstra 5G, do you? I've got Vodafone 5G. Yeah, but you uh-huh. don't have Telstra. No. It's very weird to me. I'm going to be talking it, very sharply to you. Is it weird to you as well that you still don't have 5G? Well, there's a little black hole there. I don't know why. 
Although I haven't, uh, I, it could have, that little gap could have filled oh, in. Oh, because you haven't, haven't tested been on Tel- I haven't been on Telstra for yeah, a, a okay. year and a half. Like. Fascinating. Yeah. Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Two Blokes Talking Tech, proudly supported by our good friends at Arlo. And this week we're talking about Arlo Secure. So up to you can have up to 4K video resolution recording, 30-day cloud video history. You see the animated previews, interactive notifications, smart object detection, person, package, vehicle, or animal. Uh, also, you can set activity zones for selected devices when connected to continuous AC power. Uh, priority support also from Arlo. Now, over the past few weeks, you know, we've been bragging about all the cool features of the Arlo security cameras. Yeah. How having, so it's it's safe to say we, we know Arlo has great hardware, but did you know they also have fantastic software service too, Trev? So Arlo Secure is the software subscription service that helps Arlo customers enhance their security experience and Kind of like my tel- my Tesla, the software upgrades regularly so that it gets better over time. With the free trial that comes with your Arlo hardware purchase, you get up to three months and you get benefits like priority support, activity zoning for select cameras, video recording up to 4K. My favourite feature is the animal detection. It keeps, oh, keeps Ziggy the, uh, and track Zaggy. of my dog, Ziggy and Logan, in the backyard uh, and tells me that it's not an intruder, it's in fact my dog's. <laughs> Just love the fact that Ziggy and Zaggy makes it into Arlo's notes. Um, but no, thing for me about Arlo Secure, and I use this literally every day, is package detection. So I can see what's at the front door. And I get a notification, not just there's motion at the front door, but there's a package a at, the at the front door. Because I don't want something, whether it's the size of a TV or the size of a nice little Amazon package, yep. little little online shopping <laughs> parcel, um, I don't want anyone that go, any of that going missing. So for the starting um, price of a Sydney cappuccino, uh, how can you go wrong? To subscribe, all you need to do is sign into your Arlo app, add in your details, and you are up and running in no time. Absolutely. And Arlo, we, uh, they're great supporters of the Two Blokes Talking Tech podcast. If you want to find out more about their great range of products, go to arlo.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. 637. Uh, oh, is that the, the latest one? 8pm speed. And that's also, wow. I've got iCloud Private Relay turned on on my computer. Really? So. What does that do? Well, that, it's kind of like a VPN, the, uh, you know, the, the yeah, Apple yeah, yeah. thing. Yep, yep. So I actually think it would be better if that was turned off. But Really? Uh, mate, 6.37, like far out. I'm getting it. Like, it's so good. I'm getting it. Just for the numbers. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I want to. I've had that conversation all week about 5G because I was talking uh, on the radio and I haven't mentioned it here, but uh, Aldi Mobile and Telstra uh, and Woolworths Mobile now have 5G plans. Uh. But they're $60 odd, right? And every radio station is like, should I get it? I'm like, no. Like, why would you pay? The only reason to get 5G is so that you can do what I do and do a speed test and brag about it. <laughs> it's the only reason. Yeah. But it, all, like, it doesn't, depends on where you use 5G. Like 5G where like and at, how? A, at a footy stadium or at an airport or something. Exactly. You get, you get better capacity, better late, lower latency. And all that's that sort a very of stuff. good point, Steve. So it depends on where you use your phone. If you use your phone and it's fine how it is, not 90 Spoken by a man who goes to the footy every that's couple it. of weeks. There yeah, it's very frustrating. You can't get that text message out. Now, other big news this week was that the Australian motoring groups, now this is NRMA, RSCV, RSCT, RSCQ, all the different motoring bodies, which, you know, for years we've relied on for roadside assistance, you know, checking the battery or the magazines that tell you, you know, which cars are good and where to stay and discounts and all that kind of stuff. They were a shareholder in ChargeFox. They are now the owner of ChargeFox. So Tim Washington, who is the boss of JetCharge, uh, he and uh, a couple others created ChargeFox years ago because they were smart and they saw the future coming. They were involved in electric chargers and they thought, we're going to need these things everywhere. Tesla's building these things for their cars. Who's building them for every other car? Yeah. So they've built out a network. They've had some government funding. They've had investors, all that kind of stuff. Yep. They've built out a network that is the largest electric vehicle charging network in Australia. So bigger than Tesla's supercharger network. Oh, easily. Yeah, um, right. And it is it is basically the highway network. Now, everywhere I've gone in electric cars, and I've yep. driven plenty of places, I've used ChargeFox. Yep. Um, NRMA, RACV, all those, they've got some of these chargers, and they're kind of joint ventures, you know, they've got NRMA branding on them um, and they work through the NRMA network, yep. but they're actually, you know, run and created by ChargeFox. So I found it fascinating, A, that the boys at ChargeFox would sell the business, but I think probably it's a smart move business-wise because it's like, you know, let's get out now 
because it's going to get super intense. It's going to get really competitive. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of government funding and all this kind of yeah. stuff. Let's let's take the win and you know yeah. walk away. Well done. So yep. no no not begrudging them that well, at all. We're one of a few rather than one of many. Exactly later right. On. Yeah. And I actually think this is the greatest acquisition in a long time because I think who better to be the custodians of such a big network yeah. and 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 of looking after the growing of that network. Then and we'll talk yeah. New South Wales centric. Then the NRMA, yeah, like such a trusted, respected brand. I was talking to a radio station in Tasmania about this, and they're like, "RACT is such a trusted brand." I'm like, "It's the same everywhere in Australia." Yeah, that's good. When have you ever heard something bad said about NRMA roadside service? No, no never, Nothing. never, never, never. And you, so, you think that, like you were saying, Charge Fox has got a wider footprint than even the Tesla Supercharger network. Yeah, and the they have obviously along highways and in public places like car parks and places like that. Like I've seen, I think I saw a charge fox in a um, yeah. car park in the, I think the Des Redford Leisure Centre. There's one yep. just in the middle of the yeah, car park there. There's lots of them. But the they're sort of or obviously along the main. Their biggest part of the networks because they've got the ultra fast 350 kilowatt yep. on the on the big highways. Yep. And then they've got you know Cherrybrook Shopping Centre's got a charge fox charger yep. and that kind of stuff. And so Different do models. you need to sign up? You need to create a charge fox account. Yep. And then you just tap a tap and with your credit card or whatever, and then you. Yeah, so what you do is you sign up and they'll, if you choose to, they'll send you a little key fob, which is like a little yeah. credit card. You put that on your key ring and just tap and go. I yeah. use the app because you can just, you can when you pull yeah. up to a charger, you just open the app and you go start charge on the app and it just yeah. starts the charge. What's the damage? The same as just uh, about 40 cents a kilowatt hour. Yeah. It's just gone up a bit. So if you if you were pretty low on your charge and you wanted to charge it up fully, like what, what would the full charge I, be I've like all, and like, Again, that's like a, how long is a piece of string. Some cars yeah. have different batteries, right? But yeah. Oh, every time I've done the calculations, it's a third of the cost of a tank of petrol. Right. So if you're paying right. 100 bucks, You're probably going to pay 30, 30 bucks. I remember driving, when I drove the Porsche Taycan from Melbourne to Sydney, I never paid more than $22. But I also never filled up like from zero to 80. I was yeah. like 60 to 80 or 30 to 70. You know, like yep. you never put a full tank in a car. It's like it doesn't yeah, work yeah. that way. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's you know, you might pay 10 bucks one charge, $30 yep. another. Um, and, you know, it's pretty affordable. But see, from the NRMA Motoring group perspective, RCV, all those. Um, it's a great business model because they will make money out of it, but it's also, also a huge cost. More they've people got to, are going to be using them. They've got to, got to put a bunch more into the network because their biggest yeah. the biggest risk factor right now is the network is unreliable. Uh, if you ask users, um, you know you don't really have certainty that it's going to work. Luckily, the app is real time; it tells you whether they're down, so you can plan ahead. Yep. But they've got to they've got to maintain them better. They've got to grow them. So there's a place at, uh, I think it's Karua up on the Pacific Highway northbound just before Newcastle. There's only two, there's only uh, one thing there with two plugs, different types, yep. Chatamo and, and, and yep. Type 2. And so if two people pull up, you're screwed. Uh, you got to yeah. wait, you know, forty minutes, or you got to hope that you've got enough to get to the that, next one. That's the anxiety. So they've got to build have. more, yeah. right? Yeah. So I think the NRMA and RSCB are the best place to do those deals and to grow that network, um, and. So they're going. They're also better lobbyists with the government. So they'll work with the government yeah. to get state and federal governments have announced so much funding around uh, highway charging. Yeah. The well, I why saw. Aren't, why aren't petrol stations looking to the future? They are. They are. Why aren't they saying, "Look, let's replace a Bowser, put a charger there"? Well, they, they'll never or, do that because that would be stupid. Because the yeah. Bowsers yeah, are placed differently, right? People go through. Every yeah. petrol station has four or five parking spaces. Yeah, and within years they'll become be charging spaces. Yeah. Uh, Ampol's definitely working on it. They've got some yeah. charges set up already. BP, I heard it they're the all same. doing it, but yeah. you know, slowly. There's a transition period. Massive, because why would they? In, like, they're they're more of a business than charge. So Charge Fox can operate in such a way that they go right. We're going to spend ten million this year on new. Charging locations. We reckon we can get eight million in government funding. Um, we're going to be in the can two million, but it's a long-term investment, right? Like yep. It's a capex, opex thing, right? Whereas a petrol station is like, well, you want me to spend five million this year? Let's just spend one million every year for the next five years. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's a business. They've got to yeah. make money. Transition. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think you'll find that, and that's why that's why I get out of Charge Fox now because there will be that competition. When I drive to to my brothers in a in a couple of weeks in Young, um, uh, I don't know if I'm going to take an electric car, but the there's only really two or three places to charge electric car, but there's a lot of petrol stations. Right. Now, imagine they all become, they all become charging yeah, locations. Absolutely. Well, I, they're going to have to eventually. I lose all that anxiety. I just top up do. for 10 minutes. Yeah. Then I go to the next one, get another bloody drink, and get, you know, yeah. you're just constantly topping up, and that's how yeah. it works. It'll be great. But I really love this this um, as an investment. I, I, I'm smart. Like, here's, yeah. the other, here's what I also predict I'm not an NRMA member. Are you? No. 
I haven't been for years because I've always had a new car ish. Yeah. Um, I remember when my BMW broke down once because uh, I hadn't. You had a BMW, yes, because <laughs> uh, I hadn't bloody changed the oil or something. Right, Whoopsie. it was my fault. Whoops. Um, and we broke. It was near my father-in-law's place. My father-in-law rang, and he'd been such a long time in. I remember they came out for my car, right? Oh. But I can imagine a time where I become a, a paying subscribed member yep. to the NRMA, whether it's twenty dollars a month or whatever. And what that gives me is, yeah, it gives me access to their open road, road magazine, roadside yeah. assistance. But it also gives me. You know, one uh, ten cents a kilowatt hour off the price of charging. That's the go. So they'll create incentives yep. in the same way that you know, shop at Woolworths, you get four cents off at Coles yep. at at, um, at 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 a service station. Yeah. Boom, do the same thing. Absolutely. That's what I do if I was in our One other thing, you said they've got the the fast chargers. Yeah. Do you pay more for that? Uh, no, because you just consume. You just, so you're you're it's paying just, just for usage. That's what right. you use. You only pay for what you the put in. The speed in which you that's get right. it. Right. And so it's in there. It's in their interest to have faster ones because they can get yeah. through more people. But they're not going to charge you more because you get a faster, same price. I'm pretty sure. It's so same if you price. For whatever the amount of of charge you get yes. is going to be the same. You pay for the electricity that goes into the car. Right. So it's not the actual fast or slow speed of it. It's that's the, right. The amount you get. If I was them. I'd I'd charge more for it. Yeah, because in some cases I I go for the slower one because I'm I'm going to have lunch this time so yeah, yeah. I'm going to be here for forty minutes anyway so yeah. plug it in well, for forty was, minutes. That was me today. I, I went. I had a, I had met had coffee with an old mate at um, Broadway and I thought oh that's all good. They've got superchargers there, so I normally charge on a early in the week. I do a supercharge after I'm a two GB, but I thought this week I won't. I'll work to Wednesday so I can park there. And I've got an hour then to, or you know, 45 minutes, whatever it is, to charge the car before I get the idle charges. So it was, um, when I turned up, it was like there's eight stalls in Broadway. Six of them were taken, so there are only two spares. I plugged the car in and it said, um, normally, you know, you daily charge them as 90% on a Tesla. When I plugged in, it said we've dropped you down to 80% because it's, it's a high usage supercharge. Uh. We want you out quicker. But they said, oh, you're going to adjust it. And I just adjusted it up to 90. I thought, stuff it. I want to get 90% so I could stay there longer with my mate. And uh, that's what ended up happening. It, was, it worked out perfectly. Well, by the time I got to the car, it was just ticking over to 90% and I was ready to go. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that, but that's I timed it so that, like you said, oh, I want to do use a slower one because I want to have lunch. Yeah. So that's what I, I sort of timed it. So I got there and by the time we had our coffee and everything and our chat, I was ready to go. It yeah, was full up. Yeah. Anyway, I, it, I can see myself becoming an NRMA member even if I've got a new car that has roadside assistance built into it. Yep. Um, but with the electric incentive, I can see that being a thing for them. It'll be fascinating. To look, this will be for intern Bruce. This is one of those moments <laughs> that we'll look back look on. Back I reckon. On, yeah. In in five years, we'll look back on on this as being how did it change? What did happen with the NRMA and, and RSCV? Yeah, and that? It's, it's like looking back on. Um you know, it was the 15th anniversary of the iPhone. So yeah. it's like looking back. I remember doing the research for the story and it said uh, Australia got their first iPhones in 2008. Yeah. And the plan was, I think, uh, had 1.5 gigabytes of data. <laughs> that, was, that was what you got. That was, the, that was the top plan. Yeah. You get either, you can go start at 500 if you want, 500 meg. <laughs> that was uh, the data limit. Chew That's through like, that. It's like minutes. the charging. We're going to be thinking there's everyone, wherever you look, there's going to be a charge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Do you remember? I remember the day this was switched on. The, Tel- the Telstra text message, text message oh, scan filter. Oh, yeah, their scam filter. It was when yeah. we were stayed at the Crown. Yeah. Do you remember we went to, with HP? Yeah. We stayed overnight at the Crown? Yeah. And that was the, that was the day that was announced, that it was the, the filter uh, the day right, after. Okay. I know, I just associate that memory. How do you remember that? But it was back in April. And they uh, they said that they they switched on this SMS scam filter, uh, and would you believe? Like at the time, it said, "Look, you, it's going to um, it's going to filter out scam messages before they even reach your phone." So that was the plan. that's the whole point because it looks at you know the the recipient, the sender, where it come from, time the of day, contents of the all, message, all the contents and everything. And they have uh, they they released a little announcement earlier this week that said since April they've already blocked more than 185 million malicious text messages which equates to 1,500 scam text messages every minute. Wow. Isn't that a lot of scam text messages? People just don't realise, I know Telstra got a lot of customers but 
that's a lot of messages flying around. That is a monumental amount. So it's it? uh, good news that, you know, and we know, I'm sure everyone listening to this and you and me have received text messages that, yep. that appear to be, oh, Medicare, up, you know, you've, you're a COVID positive contact, up your, date your details here. Yeah. Or Australia Post, redirect your package. These yeah. are all received by text now. And it's a numbers game. They send out all these texts and hoping that a few people bite and that's where they make yep. either put malicious software on your device or on your computer or they try to harvest your details, your identity. Yep. So yep. Uh, good news that Telstra is they're, they're blocking text. It's their scam filter for text messages Imagine, you know, is when you working. F- you know when your phone blows up, you, I don't know, you get too many replies to a tweet or something like that, you get all these notifications? I don't imagine, turn them on, mate. Imagine getting... A thousand text messages <laughs> a minute. A minute. <laughs> That's a lot of you. There's many tweets. Oh, tweet. There's something. Notifications um, you get. Do you have all those notifications turned on? I don't have. The only oh, I have not- a lot. I have a lot turned the on. The only yeah. notifications, I'll tell you now, the only notifications I've got turned on on my phone uh, is WhatsApp. Yep. My text messages. Yep. My, tes- my Tesla app. Yep. And the phone. Well. That's all. Good on you, Stephen. Um, I don't have email, don't have Instagram, don't have Twitter, don't have Facebook notifications, don't have TikTok notifications. So I find that out when I get into those apps. So you, do you have text turned on? Text, of course I do. Text you have turned on. Text, WhatsApp. That's our, our favourite form of communication. Yep. We WhatsApp each other. You're just talking amongst yourself, mate. I'm doing something very important. Are you t- sending me a text message? <laughs> just, uh, just You're trying to send me a scam text message? Just bear with me, bear <laughs> with me, bear with me. But it is, uh, and and Telstra says that the they automatically they have automatic machine scanning that looks at suspicious content like malicious links uh, and other things like time sender recipient, uh, and if a message looks suspicious, they'll block it. But get this right, you know how they've also got the same thing to block calls, scam calls. Yes, I had a call on two GB today where a bloke said. Yeah, no, no, no. Blake, Blake called in and said, "You know what? I'm a I'm a sales rep, and I've I've run customers, and they they don't get my calls. They find out yep. that my call has been yep. my call has been um, filtered as a scam call." And I went, "Really?" And they they, they call back and say, "Oh, <laughs> uh, here we go." Uh, <laughs> oh, you idiot! What's happening to your yeah, phone, I'm Stephen? Getting the, I'm getting rickrolled. Oh my god! How do you do that? <laughs> it's the whole lyrics to "Never Gonna Give You Up," you dickhead! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! How do you do that? That lyric's still going. <laughs> <laughs> you idiot! <laughs> and it's from Rick Astley. <laughs> oh my god! My that's favorite. that's bull. Such oh, a no. fun thing to do. And it said at the top, "Hey Stephen" as well. Yeah. Oh, it's still going. Yeah, because it's the whole song. Man. Your heart's been aching, but you're too sharp. I didn't just send you the chorus. Inside, the, we both know what's been going, going on. on. I've got to say, I don't mind receiving that. That does. When this song was was popular, I uh, Joe and I had first started dating. Oh, would Joe be that, was, that was like one of ours. That was like, would no, Jay? don't send her that. That was one of <laughs> Come ours. Come on. No, Why not? She's in bed. Would she? No, no, don't, mate. Don't, don't. Come don't. on. Please don't. Do oh, not, you are see. a you haven't, got number, you haven't got a number anyway. I don't, don't think I do. That's unbelievable. No, How no, do I not have your wife's number? <laughs> what if something happens? <laughs> I haven't got your wife's number. Haven't you? No. What if something urgent happened? I need no, to mate. contact your wife. No, mate. In case of emergency. No, mate. Won't be happening. You, are you no, saying you won't many, give me your wife's number? How many freaking messages are sent to you, Stephen, by one of your mates via ricktext.com? <laughs> you idiot. And why didn't that block? That wasn't blocked as a scam text message. Because it's not a scam. Because it's probably from a trusted contact. It's not a scam. Mate. I'm going to put you on my. I'm going to put you on my spam list now. It's not me, mate. It's a <laughs> mate of mine, a guy I know uh, in the local area. Does actually. he make money doing that? Uh, he would make a. Uh, so I, know, I assume a dollar. He, so that dollar or that text message cost you what twenty cents? He makes it. No, I paid five dollars for that. Bull. Yeah, because just now. Look how many text messages you paid it is. Five bucks just then. Yes. Wow. Man, it's like a hundred messages well. you just received. Yeah, wow. Every line of that is a text message. That is ridiculous. Look at that. Could you imagine being in a meeting oh, and no. just having that come up? Because <laughs> it just doesn't stop. <laughs> and what did you say? You sent me the short version. Not no, that's the choose. full version. You can choose just the, the like the chorus. You idiot. 
I must do that to Stefan. It's I think from Rick. Rick. <laughs> you should. You should do. It. You should do it live. I might do it tomorrow morning. Just say. So I think he keeps his phone on him at the, at the studio. Oh, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, that'd be funny. I'll have a look. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I like the song. You don't have to give me fan. Joe's number, but go to the website and do that. I won't give you Joe's number. What? You, no, I'm no, just saying you go to the website would piss and do her it. Off. I got a really. That would. She's got a sense of humour as good as me, but that would piss her off. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I love I'll, you so protective. I wouldn't, Look I at wouldn't you. do that. No, I wouldn't do that. Would really? you like me to do that to your missus? I think she'd laugh in the end. You reckon? Yeah. So it's from Rick Astley. Yeah. But then doesn't it give you up at the end? Give you no. get it? Can <laughs> it give you up? <laughs> no, it just as a mate. Ah, by one no. of your mates. Yeah. So you can anonymous. I can send yes. that to anyone. Yes. That's, Anonymously. That's really dangerous. <laughs> that's danger. It's awesome. What about that? How good is what it? What about if someone's like on TV or something and you send them that? They'll be thinking, imagine like my Apple Watch was getting all the notifications too. Imagine <laughs> them. You'll see it on their watch as they're on TV or something. Yeah. Like. That's crazy. I reckon you'd do it to Carl Stefanovic without him knowing. No, I, I definitely wouldn't tell him. I just say I just want to. I just need to make sure he's got his phone. He'll with go. It. Hang on a minute. Because it's less. It's less exciting if they come to the phone when it's all done. It's more exciting if they see them coming it's through. Happening to them. Yeah, it's like yeah. what is going on what to my is phone? Happening? <laughs> You're getting rickrolled. Yeah, yeah. Oh, are we? Only you would know that. Yeah. That's <sighs> brilliant. Good times. Anyway, Plus if kids. it's Telstra, they didn't think that was a scam. Say so we're good. It's not a scam. This is two blokes talking tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Uh, thanks to the great people at Netgear for supporting this wonderful, wonderful show. I mean, I think it's wonderful. Um, other people may disagree. But anyway, Netgear's got all your networking covered. Uh, Netgear's got uh, Wi-Fi 6 built into a huge range of products. Uh, the Orbi, the Orbi Pro, the, they've got the Orbi um, mesh system in so many different models. I had a great conversation with someone on the EFTM podcast this week. She had a U-shaped shaped house, Stephen, and she, you know, and and she U-shaped house. Yeah, that's right. right. And I assume, I like assumed, you know, like the front of the house and then two ends like of it a go horseshoe. out. Yes. Okay. Um, and I'm like, okay, so this is really, really good. So you, you've got. It doesn't matter where you put the modem, as long as it's in one of the one yep. of the three, you know, edges sections. Yeah. And then and then you've just put two other satellites. Yeah. I said, even if you bought the four hundred and fifty dollar one with three a three pack, you look connect. It's perfect because so all the, three so will link together. The courtyard, courtyard will be the, smashed it so with Wi Fi in, in the middle. Is it, yes, is that the backyard. It'd be amazing. It? I think it. I don't know. She was on a farm, so yeah, right. I don't know, but um, Netgear's got you covered with your mesh solutions. Plus, um, the Orbi Pro has quality of service. So if you're running a cafe, you can also uh, allow a public network. There's a bunch of really Great things that Netgear do across their networking products. They've got you covered. You can see the full range at netgear.com.au. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Yes, Stephen. We're at the end of the show here, Are we? Okay. And I, I thought, I don't know, to end the show, I thought I'd ask, rather than sort of coming up with a topic, let's ask a question. What you're saying is you couldn't come up with a topic? Well, we couldn't come up with a topic. But my question was, Desert Island technology, but not a phone. So something you take to a desert island, a bit of tech, but it can't be a phone. All right, so am I I going there willingly or am I trapped? Is it a... a Well, you're going to be there for a long time. Okay. But a bit of technology. It's nothing to do with me trying to get out, right? It's just, just, yeah. And uh, I can assume that there's so you, you know, you, there's some solar power to keep me going. I don't need to worry about its battery yes, life, yes, right? Yes, you could. Um, I but think this is a very interesting answer, though, because you, it can't be a phone. Yes. Okay. So not, whether not you can't fine. connect, it can't be like your headphones or earphones. Because totally fine. Where are you going to get your? If it's content driven, where are you going to? What are you going to do with it? Oh, hang on. So I can't take an iPod Shuffle and headphones. If it's preloaded, I guess, with songs, yeah. if it's on there, yeah. you could do that. See, this is the thing. Mate, yeah. I've won this. Yeah. Because, I mean, even the last iPod Shuffle, two yeah. gigabytes, mate, that's enough songs for me. Yeah. I, I, I listen to the same songs every day. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, that would be, in fact, I, that's, that's like a holiday for me. <laughs> I'd be like, okay, beach, good. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. I need a bit of shade to make sure I don't get sunburnt too often. And I've got a bit of great music. Every minute I want in so my music yeah, player, which technically the iPods don't exist anymore. It's a phone. But I've got one. But if, got it, one. if it's modern tech, you can't have a. You can't. So you're ruling out me taking an iPod because it's yeah. a theoretically a phone. That's what I take. What'd you take? Kindle. Oh God! I so you can read. Worse. I have. I put a thousand books oh, on. It. 
I'd prefer to just take pins and stab myself. <laughs> I take I take a Kindle with all with what heaps of books on it. So at least you've got something to read. What are, what are you gonna do on there? Or if you could maybe have although a PlayStation, but you need a TV with that, so it's yeah, no. one bit of tech you could take. I'll take a Sony Walkman, then you know the new ones. They're like iPods, modern modern day iPods. Oh. Okay. If I can't take if I have to take something you can buy physically in the shops today. It's only one bit of tech. You can't have the headphones as well. I'll oh, see this is your, no, <laughs> no, Jake, that would does that come with it? But the you know, head, headphones you'd have no, to I reckon take. there'd be a set in the box. Yeah. Well you'd have to have something to listen to the tech that you got. But in me, if I had to choose one, it'd be the Kindle, just so I can stay keep myself entertained with All right. With, well put with, your thinking caps on, folks. Uh, yeah. hashtag Ziggy Zaggy. No, Hit us but up non, on Twitter. Non tech stuff. Yeah. I'd take a book of Sudoku puzzles. Far <laughs> I take a bike, yep. so we can ride around. Is there pathways stay, on the stay fit. Along? I don't know. Stay fit. Stay fit. <laughs> Pretty sure walking around and take catching maybe your own no, food. Take I take that. like a TRX, you know, like a body weight. You can do weights with your body weight. Take a TRX with me. Yeah, you know, the, the, okay, strap, the strap, the strap, whatever. <laughs> you know, yeah, you don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, no idea what you're talking yeah. about. <coughs> uh, I don't know that. This is I'm now in a big problem because but I this, rely so much on but this question the connectivity really, of the open world. It goes to show you a, a couple of things: a, our reliance on the connection, yes, and b, it's the not just the gadget or the product that you like; it's the content and what it can do for you. Yes, so it's not just like you can. You think of what, what sort of bits of tech that that are you that just stand on their own for you to use. Rather than being connected and playing you something, yeah. just a food for thought, mate. I'm not sure that's been a positive outcome for me. <laughs> uh, I think I'm way too reliant books, on my I'd phone. I'd get all my books read. I wouldn't want to start reading books just because I'm on a desert island. <laughs> um, I'm a very simple man, aren't I? It's just, uh, very well, I think you should start reading books then. <laughs> we can start another podcast too. The best books you've never read. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be all of them. Stephen and Trevor's <laughs> Book Club. <laughs> we, we, Not as easy we, to find a sponsor you know for said, that. Although, the, the best books you've never read would be all of them. Yeah. Or yeah. Audible. Uh, yeah. We, I mean, sponsor-wise. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's do Amazon it. Amazon Kindle. Oh, mate, straight away. There he is. I know someone at Amazon too. At Audible. The best <laughs> books you've never read. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah, anyway. I don't want to think about doing It'd another. It'd be a book club. I don't. Like a book club. I don't want to do another. Just movie. like our best, have to be best movies you've never seen is is not only for the movies you've never seen, yeah. but the way we deconstruct it, you've never seen them that way. Like I like to think that even if you've seen Top Gun fifty times, yeah. you listen to our podcast, you're going to watch it differently after we've spoken. Could about it be it. a monthly show? Which one? The the the, 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 book the books one. book club. I yeah. couldn't do a book a week. Yeah, definitely. I mean, if you could sell it. <laughs> I can read it. <laughs> There's plenty, mate, we can do there. Plenty we can do. And see, if it's Amazon Kindle that sponsor it, we have to read them. If it's Audible, we have to listen to them. Yeah, well, I've got contacts at Audible. Matthew? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Our teams play they'd, each other this week, too. They'd, he's probably, they'd probably want to make it an Audible exclusive Matt, podcast, Matthew, though. Yeah, he's, he's Newcastle. He's, he's a night supporter, and, I, and they, so they're playing South this week. Right, okay. Yeah, he, he often, we often message each other ahead of that game. Okay. I'm expecting one from him this week. All right, two blokes talking tech. We'll be back yeah. next week. Uh, later this week, you'll hear the Movie Matrix. podcast, The Matrix, Matrix. this week. Yep. Yes. I'm a little out of whack. Yeah, <laughs> I think we all are, after, especially after that massive meal we had. Still feel it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. See you, everyone. See you, Steve. Ciao. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.